1: kind of surprised me 6 35 in the morning we got the governor of virginia calling in governor glenn youngkin is with us now live you're up early i don't remember you calling this early in the past how are you sir
0: well good morning john i'm up early every morning because we're going to work for virginia and is this your normal we, time if, yeah absolutely I'm, I'm usually up I'm, I'm
1: up for a while by now, John. Wow. okay. Well, I'm impressed by that. Yesterday was a busy day for you, and it's all over the papers that you are shaking up the Democrats plan with your budget amendments. Do you mind walking me through what you've proposed? and it's probably hard for people to with inflation to actually feel the impact of what you're proposing, but you're trying to to get some money back to folks.
0: We, we, we are, and it's really important that we do so. Uh, the state government's been overtaxing Virginians for a long time. We took a big swing at that in uh, last year's session with $4 billion of tax cuts, and we're going back for more. Uh, you know, we have, a, we have a $3.6 billion surplus. We continue to overtax Virginians, and uh, it's, it's Virginians' money, not the government's. And so we're going to work to get it back. A uh, big chunk of our, of our budget proposals yesterday are, in fact, tax cuts. And uh, we also want to finish the job on doubling the standard deduction. we got 80% of the way there. I want to finish. And We want to finish the job with our veterans. Our veterans uh, got a $40,000 uh, exclusion from state tax, but I want to finish the job by making sure that all our veterans get it, not just those over 55. Uh, and so this is a big, big opportunity for us to use the strong financial position of the Commonwealth one that really has benefited from the efficiencies that we brought this past year with $1.2 billion of savings uh, and put it to work for Virginians. I'm excited about uh, the momentum we have. I'm excited about Virginia's future, but we've got a lot of work to do to make sure that we continue to take care of our Virginia voters who, who by the way, sent me here to get things done and uh, we continue to deliver.
1: I took note of the $50 million for teacher performance bonuses. I thought everybody would be excited about that. Then I pick up the Times-Dispatch today, and the Associated Press reporter, who I guess called over to the teachers' unions, they're scoffing at that. I don't know why. What What do you make of that? I thought that was good news that they'd embrace.
0: Yeah, I, I'm... I am uh, consistently surprised by the reaction when we begin, when we begin the discussion around merit pay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Virginia, Virginia kids suffered mightily during the pandemic with all unnecessary lockdowns and shutdowns in schools. And it only exacerbated the bad decisions to reduce standards that were made by previous administrations. And so teachers who do the best job should be rewarded. And so I believe that a $5,000 bonus to the top teachers across the Commonwealth is, is merited. And uh, we're going to press forward and, and, and try to get this done. Uh, I am shocked that, uh, that the idea of paying the best teachers more is, is so controversial. It's the way the world works. And I think this is not anything other than rewarding best performers and uh, we're going to press hard on this.
1: Yeah. If anything, they should be pushing for more. I'm, I'm surprised there's not like big green light there. I, you also have got money in here to try to get more police officers uh, back in those jobs after so many people left in 2020 based on bad policies that a lot of the Democrats locally put in place. Are, is that being embraced at the Capitol so far, you think? or
0: it, it, it has been and it will be. Uh, I think it's, of course, hard for political parties to embrace, but when we close the door and, and talk to folks, uh, common sense prevails. That's what we saw last year. We had $400 million for law enforcement raises and equipment and training last year, uh, and we're going back for more. Uh, we've still, we still see huge gaps in staffing, 20% uh, across so many agencies uh we know we know that communities are safer when there's more badges on the street so operation bold blue line which we rolled out in october is targeted on recruiting 2000 more badges into the commonwealth uh we put we put aside substantial funding to recruit uh, to market and also to have continued raises for law enforcement uh we know just from our experience in petersburg where we have been running a surge with state police that when more badges are on the street, crime goes down. We had 46% reduction over a 120-day period in violent murders and crimes with guns uh, in Petersburg simply by putting more feet, more badges on the street. We're going to get this done. It is imperative for the future safety of the Commonwealth.
1: When you crunch the numbers, take the average Virginia family. If, If these proposals go through... Will they actually see a decrease in taxes? Have you put a tag on that, how much uh, folks will save?
0: We have, and uh, just picking up from the work last year and the work this year, uh, $1,500 for the average Virginia family in, in year one uh, grows close closer to $1,900, uh, and we need to, we need to get that done for Virginia families. I mean, think about it. And as we roll into what will be a year of the recession, thanks to thanks to bad policies out of Washington, we did not have to be here. And reckless spending has driven uh, the Federal Reserve to slam the brakes on our on our economy. And uh, Virginians need the break now. So nearly two thousand dollars for for a typical Virginia family is is uh, is really needed. Uh, and it's even more for our veterans. And I have to say that. Our veteran community is at the backbone of the Commonwealth, and I want to make sure that our veterans know that we say thank you. And we say thank you by making sure that their retirement benefits are not taxed.
1: One of the things I liked about you when you were running is this business background that you bring to um, to this office. And, you know, Democrats have a weird relationship. They want to accept donations from big business, but then they get very antagonistic in their public rhetoric And I think that drives some businesses away. Like, you know what, we'll go to Tennessee, we'll go to North Carolina, we're not dealing with this stuff. What are you doing to try to recruit some firms that might have snubbed Virginia in the past?
0: Well, I felt like uh, on day 1 when we dem- when we demanded that Virginia was going to be open, mm-hmm. uh, that we have had a strong year in recruiting companies to Virginia. You know, Lego's coming to to Chesterfield County. We brought Boeing and Raytheon. Uh, we had one of the leading agricultural businesses, Plenty, choose Virginia over the rest of the country to build their largest operations. We've seen our existing uh, great Virginia companies expand further. Uh and but the challenge we have is that we're not, win- we're not winning our fair share, in my view, and we continue to see states like Tennessee and North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Texas outpace us. And so I'm tired of just competing. We're going to compete to win. And so we've got a package of, of uh, major investments into sites to make sure that we have 500-acre uh, and 1,000-acre sites that are ready for these great manufacturing jobs. I believe that when we say made in America, we want to say made in Virginia. Uh, And on top of that, we have to build talent. And so I want to, I want to drive into our, our public education system the ability for every, every Virginia high school student to graduate with an industry recognized credential. So they can go to work right away if they choose to. By the way, if they choose to go get an aerospace engineering degree, then God bless them. But uh, we want to make sure that our kids are prepared to go to work and have a great life here in Virginia. And then finally, we've got to cut our corporate taxes too. And we watch North Carolina and Tennessee and and South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Texas winning these large large uh, manufacturing jobs from the automotive world, from the semiconductor world. And we're going to go win them. And we're going to tell we're going to tell the, the the businesses in America and the world come to Virginia. We can afford this. We got a three point six billion dollar surplus that's on the backs of. Virginians and Virginia businesses, we're going to reduce the tax burden on individuals and on corporations and turn Virginia into the economic juggernaut that she should be.
1: Well, I'm glad you're paying attention to that. I mean, I lived through the exodus of the banks out of Richmond. I mean, Richmond used to be a banking center, and then North Carolina and Delaware changed their laws, and the banks, within a decade, were all gone, or mostly gone. So this sounds like you're you're watching the competition and uh, responding to it, I hope that the Democrats will take you seriously. As you, um, well, if they,
0: if, if they don't, John, we're going to fall. We're going to fall further behind these fastest-growing states. And and let me be clear: I I am and I am a prideful Virginian, and we are we should be the best state in America, and uh, we're driving to get there. But we have tough competition, and every day we got to wake up and recognize that that Virginians make a choice to be here or move away. Companies make a choice to be here or be someplace else. And we have to make Virginia the best place to live and work and raise a family so that they will continue to choose to be here. And that is that is our overarching goal, and that's presented itself in, in making sure we're building up law enforcement and nurses, that we're, we're investing in education and standing up for parents to make sure that parents know that, that uh, we, we're going to put them at the head of the table and that we are going to... Make sure that our tax, our tax structure is one that respects the hardworking Virginians and who want to keep more of the money that they
1: earn. How's the relationship that you're building with the Democrats? I mean, you've done listen, you've been over backwards to try to be nice to some of these people, and they're still taking pot shots at you in social media, really ugly things. I mean, not just the normal partisan stuff. Do you, behind closed doors, are things a little better than they appear to be if you're just scrolling through social media?
0: Uh, we got a lot done this past
1: year, mm-hmm.
0: and I, I needed some Democrats to come with us. Yeah. And I think behind closed doors, the common sense prevails. I mean, we, we passed a bill to allow parents to make a decision to, as to whether their children wear a mask or not. That took, that took a few Democrats. We passed a bill to empower parents to decide whether explicit materials would be excluded from their child's curriculum. We needed a few Democrats for that. We passed a four billion dollar tax cut package. we funded law enforcement uh, you know we 're getting a lot done, and it does take a few Democrats to get that done. I, I do think that partisan politics has reached an all time level in the Commonwealth of Virginia because we have been so successful, and they see that Virginians are supporting the things that we 're doing the things that we 're doing to restore common sense, the things that we 're doing to restore parents rights, the things that we 're doing to restore the economic growth that Virginia used to be known for, the Democrat leadership, Democrat leadership uh, stamped down, and and this is a moment for us to come together, put partisan politics aside, and do the right thing for Virginia.
1: Yeah. Hey, I know you got to run, but I'd, I'd like to flag something for you if you don't mind. We spend a lot of time on this program talking about the the destruction of Monument Avenue and these statues and and then the effort. To remove the reconciliation statue up at Arlington National Cemetery, which is kind of shocking to me, since that's the one place that I thought, uh, especially a reconciliation statue, would be safe. Are you tracking on that? Do you have any thoughts about, you know, this this social war that we seem to be in and preventing further destruction? I mean, actual physical destruction of these monuments. You know, now that yeah, you've been, been in for I've a been- year.
0: John, I've been vocal about this for a long time. We can't airbrush away our history. Our history is what it is, the good and the bad. And uh, you know, these decisions uh, were made by the previous administration or the city of Richmond. And uh, I have been uh, very focused on making sure that we don't lose these monuments, that they end up in museums or on battlefields, uh, so that we can continue to fully, fully understand our deep, rich history, again, the good and the bad. Uh, it's part of making sure that we know where we came from so that we can not go there again in many circumstances as we chart our path forward. And so it's really important that uh, these decisions that were made by previous, the previous administration or the city of Richmond incorporate a, a, a real need to maintain uh, these statues for public, for public viewing. They should go in museums. They should be on battlefields. We cannot airbrush away our history.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, We'll we'll keep watching it for you and send you stuff. And thank you very much for getting up early and uh, joining us today. Thank you.
0: John, I I appreciate you letting me join you. God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, that is it is
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
1: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Innings.